Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Francisco L. Borges and the Melville Charitable Trust. Hi. If you're listening on the air, it's probably Christmas Eve day. Every year we do this show. Anyway, we bring in, it's it's friends getting together. Big Al Anderson and Jim Chapdelaine and I, we've known each other for a long time. So we gather together and then we bring other people in. This year we're going to have a really exciting mystery guest who's actually been heavily promoted. So I don't know why I'm making it a mystery now. But you're going to hear music. You're going to hear people having a good time. Uh, you're going to hear some stories told and some laughter and you're going to hear all the people from WNPR sing together and it's going to be fun. So that's all we're doing right now. If you're wrapping presents or driving around, we're giving you a little something happy in the background. You can probably use that right now. All right, whenever you guys are ready, just go. Come on if you come. 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 Don't you hear what I said? Tired of waiting on you. Well, you gave me the eye when I looked around. Yeah, you gave me the eye when I looked around.
Right then. Come on if you're coming. That was actually Mitch McConnell, and it's a song he's singing to Nancy Pelosi. Mitch is releasing a holiday album this year. No, actually, you're, you're tuning in to our annual holiday show. Let me just set the scene for you. We're here at the Connecticut Public Radio Ski Lodge. We've all got mugs of hot chocolate and kind of uh, ugly Christmas sweaters on. There's a crackling fire in the fireplace, and we're stringing popcorn to put on the Christmas tree. And a whole bunch of friends who often come here are gathered here with us. You just heard Big Al Anderson, music legend Big Al Anderson singing, Come On If You're Coming, along with the Shinolas or the Floor Models or whatever. What are you calling yourselves today? Floor models. The floor models. Right. They are the floor models. All right. The Scratch and Dent Club. <laughs> the Scratch and Dent Club. And uh, that would include Jim Chapdelaine. I'll have you introduce the rest of the floor models. Although I, I also I have an app or sue about Paul that I'm going to share after you. All right. 
to or, or <laughs> hotel bill and the incidentals. <laughs> <laughs> the mini bars. Hey, hey, wait. Who's that on base? I think it's Paul Kahansky on base. Well, so yes. my so, app or zoo about Paul. Not that I think about Paul all the time, but I suddenly realize his name is Paul. He plays the bass. Oh, he's got kind of a Beatles haircut. Yeah, you see what I'm see where I'm going. I do. Yeah, I mean, Rolling after all these years, I finally put all that together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And who else is in? But the, he, but this one's alive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but wait, he's a walrus. Right. Twenty eight. Yeah. Wait, who right. else is there? Wait, wait. It should be this. Oh, look on drums. It's Lauren Entris. So how was he able to play the drums if he was outside the door? I'm just thinking in terms Colin, of the reality Colin, of the Colin, show. Colin, work with me. Work with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Al, yeah. um, what would you say the message of that song was? Well, it was by Sonny Terry and Brownie McGee, so yeah. it's, you have to ask them. But All right. it's just, just a it's, song that NRBQ used to play. My sense is that it, the message is, come on. If you are coming, come on. Yeah. Right. Right. Don't hesitate anymore. Yeah, don't, don't get in it. I'm it's tired of waiting on you. I'd stop right there if I were you. Okay. I will stop right there. <laughs> so w- what we do is we gather here every year here at the Ski Lodge. We also have with us the two silent judges. We can't say much about them. They, will, they do not speak. Although I like this year's robes. Yes, they're, they're festive. Well, I do know that they've, they've been living in a cave in New Haven. Uh-huh. And they are – the reason that they cannot speak is because assassins in the service of Charles II – are seeking them. It would so, also explain their pale complexion. Yeah, they have had very little human society in recent years. And so, but they've come out for this. They like this very much. It cheers them up. It helps them be of good cheer. So, and then as we go along here, typically what happens is that we have these surprise guests that we weren't expecting. You know, at any moment, somebody could come up the walk and we'll let you know if that appears to be happening. Because we usually have like at least one wonderful surprise guest. What are we going to do? What are you going to do right now is the question. Let's do a song that you wrote and the title of it is... Yes. I want, I want, I want. Pick it, cause it costs an awful lot, and the money. 
money that I got, well, it don't look like I'm ever going to get it. I might as well forget it. Pretty senorita, she looked fine on her two feet when she wiggled and she wobbled down the street. Lord knows I can't afford it and she's never gonna know it. The only thing is missing is me. Ferrari, but the dealer said I'm sorry. I want that Telecaster, it's the one that I've been asking. I want that Senorita, but I'm never gonna meet her. Just don't knock, I'm ever gonna get it. <laughs> You know, within the Disney uh, world, there's this term of art, Disney movies, called the I Want Song. And that's like if you're Ariel and you want to go live up, I want to do this. I want to get out of this town. I want to. That's the ultimate I Want Song. Uh, it is. As Jonathan McPants recently pointed out. So uh, other things we need to discuss is so Al is visiting from the many other places he lives. And you guys are going to be performing. And I'm going to count on Jim to know where you are performing. Generally, that's a mistake, but in this case, <laughs> well, I am prepared. Given my range of choices here, right. when you say I should go to you. <laughs> I, I, I'll think Okay, so uh, the 26th of December, we'll be playing at the Narrows in Fall River, a beautifully restored sewing machine factory overlooking a nuclear site with battleships, and, uh, and we close the curtains on that. I think they prefer not to mention the nuclear site in right. their publicity. Yeah, yeah, but that explains the, the drinking water popularity. <laughs> And then the next day, the 27th, we'll be out in Norfolk at Infinity Hall, which we love that gig. And then the next night, we'll be in Hartford at Infinity Hall, another gig we love. And that would be the 28th. Mm -hmm. Did I say Infinity Hall enough? I think you said Infinity Hall quite a bit. Yeah. And then lastly, we'll be at in Willimantic at a little church, a soup kitchen called Lorne. The Bread Bar. The bread box. It's either called Lorne or the bread box. Lorne's bread box. Yeah. Lorne would be a good name yeah. for a church. Actually. Bread box is amazing because they serve 45,000 meals wow. to uh, people who wouldn't ordinarily have meals. Wow. So um, I like the way that you pronounce Norfolk, and I think it's therefore important for me to do the Norfolk High School pep rally cheer. We don't drink and we don't smoke Norfolk, Norfolk, Norfolk. Uh, that might get cut out, actually. <laughs> don't cut that out. <laughs> we don't want to cut that out. All right. So, Al, what you been doing I've since been... we saw you last? Doing some demos down in Nashville, yeah. and uh, I was writing with uh, T-Bone Burnett. T-Bone Burnett is like, you know, he's like God almost, right? The, the Americana God. The Americana God, yeah. <laughs> did you, are you seeing your dentist on this trip? You used to come out here and see your dentist. I did, no more. No more? No more dentist? There's no teeth to worry about. All right. <laughs>
Uh, <laughs> I hope we were rolling on that one. It was good. Uh, I, I, I was writing a song with T-Bone Burnett, two songs actually, and I was supposed to have them in on Tuesday, and it didn't happen until Thursday because all the players weren't there, and I couldn't get all my ducks in a row. So I got the CD, and I ran over there, and I crashed the crashed the session, but they were already done, so I didn't really crash it. Mm-hmm. T-Bone and we're, they were in the, Robert Plant were in the the little place they go after they can't stand it anymore. <laughs> and uh, I think that's called a bar, but uh, no, it was, no. didn't have it. Wasn't a bar. And so I just was just hanging with him for a little while, and I told him I used, I used to play with an RBQ. He says, "Oh yeah, I used to." The whole band used to go see you guys at Steve Paul's scene, which is before my time. Some Steve Ferguson was in the band, right? But it was cool that it that they doesn't came. Robert play and see things with a British accent though. And he was they, he, they, we were open they were opening for uh, Slim Harpo. Ah, all right. So so He's, in other words, he was just a so put a fine point on that. He had vivid memories of you in NRBQ, except that his memories did not actually. It accurately include you. Right, exactly. Right. That was the problem. Yeah. Did you correct him or did you just let it stand? Hell no. No, right. <laughs> yeah, you should. You could take a compliment whether you deserve it or not. Sure. All right, so I think we're going to do another song here. Uh, well, and I say we, I mean you're going to do another song here. I should also say at some point today, we, I believe we will have the Dan Kosky Tabernacle Singers. They'll be back here to sing one of their stirring holiday ballads. But what are you guys going to do right now? Heart of Hearts. We're going to do that? Sure. All right. This is, uh, Don Williams cut this and I got the play on it. Oh. He's a, he was a great singer. When I walked in the studio, I said, you know, you got away with just sitting on a stool with your hat on for all those years. He says, yeah, wasn't that great? <laughs> wasn't that great? <laughs> You passed. (laughs) (laughs) In your heart of hearts, there is a voice speaks from truth, not from choice, and sees it all, not just in part. Deep inside your heart of hearts A secret place known to your soul Where you can't hide But you can go when it's all too much And you fall apart There's a state of grace called your heart of hearts Just listen to your life, it's talking to you. There'll always be a light running through you, flowing from a well, never runs dry. And when you're at the point, down on your knees, you find your be your strength Cause where one ends The other starts Deep inside In your heart of hearts Take it, boy 
listen to your lights talking to you. There'll always be a light that's running through you, flowing from a well never runs dry. In your heart of hearts, there is speaks from truth and not from choice and sees it all not just in part deep inside your heart of hearts That was beautiful. Al Anderson and the Mini Bars. We keep changing the name of the band. Uh, but so we're going to take a little break here. Um, and so the, you go get yourself some hot chocolate. We're going to have refills on ours and uh, pass the bowl of popcorn around. And we'll be back right after this. So we're back. We're here at the Connecticut Public Radio Ski Lodge way up in the mountains here. We're having a beautiful Christmas party here with Al Anderson and, and the minibars, Jim and Paul and Lorne. We have the two silent judges here. As such, you will not hear them on the show, but they are here. And if a ruling of any kind is needed, they are prepared to do that. But, Jim, I think I see somebody out on the sidewalk. You see somebody out there? I do. I, I can't tell. Uh, He's got, like, a big red hat on. Adorned. I can't yes, yeah, festively adorned. Oh, well, let's see who it is. Well, I, think oh. it's, I think it's a Connecticut State Troubadour. It's Nikita Waller. Hey, Nikita. Ooh, Everybody hey. say hi to Nikita. She's just walking Happy through holidays. the door. Hey, Happy holidays. <laughs> So Nikita Waller, she's the state troubadour, which is, that's a really good thing, right? They give you half a million dollars and a Humvee, right? And those red gloves. And those red gloves, yeah. yeah. No, you really are the state troubadour. That's an official thing, right? Yes, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Explain, you know, what is, what is, see, I feel like you should have an emergency vehicle with yellow flashing lights so that you could go where Roots music is needed, like if there's an emergency of some kind. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like that, but not quite like that. So, <laughs> all right. well, all right. So we should also say you're from Windsor. I am from Windsor. I'm I'm gonna say I'm from uh, three different places. All right. So I started it, started in Bloomfield. Yeah. I journeyed to Windsor and I ended up in Middletown. So where, all those are my hometown. Where do you really feel in your heart of hearts? Oh, you can't. They're all Ace of, Ace of Spades. And they're li- they're listening. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm not gonna cut my cut my air. Where'd you graduate from high school? Went where, to high. Uh, Windsor High. So he did too. Al Anderson graduated several times. Correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the junior year was the worst three years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, and can I just say one thing before she sings? See, Al, you think you know a person. You think you know a person. So we had this big party to celebrate the 10th anniversary of the show. And this guy comes up to me and goes, do you know that at Suffield High School, there's a plaque on the wall saying that Jim Chaplain went to this high school? Is that You, you can confirm that, right? I can. Yeah. <laughs> and, and my advice to all those students that go there is never, ever get your hair cut Prince Valiant style 
before you. Oh, is there a picture of you? Yeah, yeah. With it's your a, Prince Valiant hair? It's a three-dimensional oh, oh image that has some words on it. And a, There's it, like they, a hologram of you? Yeah, yeah. There's they, like Jim Chapelet, a hologram yeah. on the wall of your high school? They, they this gets it, worse. Yeah, they take it from your high school yearbook <laughs> photo, yeah. which most people get a haircut on the way to. And I, that was a big mistake that yeah. I've been trying to live down forever. Right. Well, it's almost worth the drive up there to see it, I'd say. Yeah. All right, road trip. All right, so Nikita, you, you want to do a holiday song for us? Sure. It's okay. Like in the key of G? <laughs> oh, yes. Could, should we mention that this song is now the number one song in America after 25 years of slowly climbing the charts? It is now the number one song in America. It's the longest any song has been on the charts before getting to number one. There you Rudolph go. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is number one? <laughs> no, that's not the song we're doing. See? Okay. You should have come to rehearsal. Key of G still? <laughs> sure. Don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is you.
Nikita Waller. She's sticking around. She she showed up. We didn't know. She came up the walk. So, um, all right. So we're just having a little holiday party here. I bet you Nikita will probably sing something again pretty soon. And you're not at the mic anymore, so I can't ask you a question. But is it like, it's okay. It's two years, right? Two years you're a troubadour? Three years. Three years since she's a troubadour, state troubadour. It's an official state office. I think they've already announced that Marty Lamont is going to be the next troubadour when she's done. And you know, I feel the, like the pay scale is just under Gino Oriema. I think <laughs> yeah, if you can right. look on the public sheets. Right. If you look on those, yeah, on those sunlight.org things, you can find out what she's making. Uh, all right. So um, we should mention that uh, Big Al Anderson uh, is here with Jim and Lauren and Paul, and they're all going to be before. Is this the band that one sees if you go to infinity? In Norfolk or Hartford? This would be, this would this be the band. Uh, or we would add our pal Christine Ullman. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she's playing from yeah. the Saturday Night Live band, the, right. the Beehive Queen. Yeah. Uh, yep. as she's known, she's going to be guesting with you she guys. She will. Right? Okay. So um, you guys want to do, let's see, where are we? Uh, how many songs have you done so far? <laughs> I'm a little that's bit lost. I think you can do another song right now, right? Yeah. You're looking at each other. I don't know if I really feel yeah. it. Is there something that would put me in the mood? Right. What do you have? Right. Do you want me to get a verdict from the judges on whether you should do a yes, song? Okay. Yes. Should they do a, a song right now? I mean, thumbs up or thumbs down? Yeah. A thumb? Yeah. Yeah. I was nervous it would be a tie. I know. One and then up, what would we do? Nikita you know? would break the tie. Yeah. Okay. Nikita will break all ties. All right. So what are you going to do? I don't know. <laughs> what do you want to do? Oh. Ride in my car? Wow. Yeah. Oh, sure. wow. That would be a treat. Holy cow. Yeah. yeah. From the NRBQ days? Yeah. The judges, the, actually, a judge actually vocally approved of that, breaking their, uh, like, 250 years of silence, he, uh, one of the judges said, oh, yeah. I have a request you guys, uh, from you're, Lauren. You're from, you live in New Haven? They, no. Al, they're not here. I, he, he, no, he, they're here, but they don't speak, but I can yeah, speak. Yeah. Okay. Neither judge lives in New Haven. Okay. Do you want to have another somebody guest? Was, somebody mentioned that a while ago. Because well, there's a cave in New Haven where the judges hide yeah. oh, I from see. the assassins. Okay. In the service of, I believe, King Charles the <coughs> First. I mean, well, he's been beheaded, and they apparently had a role in it. Wow. We don't like to talk about it. But could they still, if I got a parking ticket? Yeah. You think I could, you know, lean on one of these fellows? If it involved like a horse-drawn carriage. Did, yes. Did right. Chris, yeah. Chris Buckley write something about that? It's quite possible. Quite possible. You know who wrote a book about it was uh, the Earl of Spencer, the Diana's brother, whatever his name is. Um, he wrote a book about it because he came oh, in. Andrew. In Tiny Andrew. Oh, yeah. he, oh, we don't talk about no, that. No, he's in trouble. So did Lord, you and Lauren figure out something, right? I was, I was suggesting uh, adding a Christmas uh, touch with jingle bells to uh, oh, yeah. ride in my car. I don't know if it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, if anyone could do it, it would be Lauren I think any, I think anything's possible. All right. Let's, let's hear you do this. Like I can't say 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, Al Anderson and the floor models. What we'll do here, uh, we're having a little Christmas party here. Nikita Waller's here in the studio, and we're going to take a little break here, and we'll come back. I think we're going to hear another Nikita song, and we might see the John Dankosky Tabernacle Choir, possibly. So let's take that break, and then we'll come back. Welcome back to our holiday party here on the Colin McEnroe Show. We do this every year. Al Anderson flies in from either Nashville or New Mexico or... Kuala Lumpur, wherever he is at that moment. And we uh, gather to here together with Jim Chaplin and uh, Lauren and Paul and Nikita Waller. We have the two silent judges here. They uh, live in a cave in New Haven. They're with us. And I also have to thank a whole bunch of people here. Let me remember to do that. First of all, we have to thank the person from whom all blessings flow, Gina Matruda, who is a higher power, and he's the person who's making all this sound the way that it sounds. And his disciple, Jonathan McPants, is in there running the board, and Betsy Kaplan, our senior producer, is running around putting out fires right now of some kind, maybe actual literal fires, who knows? And I'm sure there's a whole bunch of other people that I should be thanking too, and uh, Jonathan will type those names out to me on the computer at some point. But basically, we're so lucky to have Gene. <laughs> <laughs> because first of all, one thing that Gene did, and I'm going to be honest with you, is we used to do this show live. Think about that. And Gene said you can't do it anymore. So uh, we hope you're enjoying uh, your Christmas Eve day or your Christmas Eve. Uh, we're actually recording this on the preceding Friday. Uh, all right. So we're here um, in, uh, in the ski lodge and Nikita has shown up, Nikita Waller, our state troubadour. And she's actually clarified she also is a state trooper. So, And she is going to arrest all of you at the end of this uh, Show, but uh, and so, (laughs) (laughs) so the the band is going to do a song uh, with uh, Nikita, and you need to say anything about this. Anybody want to say something about about anything? I bet Nikita does. Okay, so Nikita, tell us what song you're going to do. I'm going to do the song from Invisible, Invisible, our Invisible concert, Invisible concert. A change is going to come. All right, all right. So here with a change is going to come is Nikita Waller, state troubadour of Connecticut, along with uh, Al Anderson, Jim Chapdelaine, uh, Lauren, uh, and Paul. And here we go. Two, three, four. Just like that river 
I've been running ever since. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes it will. It's been too hard to live it, and I'm afraid to die. Cause I don't know what's out there beyond the skies. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know. Oh, a change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. Then I go to my brother. And I say, Brother, help me. Nikita Weller, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! I just teared that song right up. That's great. All right, so we're uh, we're getting kind of near the end of our party here, but we have a little bit of time left, and Don't make me we are. Sad. I know it is sad, isn't it? One thing I should say is, uh, in addition to thanking everybody else that I uh, thanked before, and also want to thank Meg and Ryan who've been helping out with visuals and social media and stuff like that. But also, we all want to thank uh, all of our loved ones, all of our families, and the people we love and stuff like that. Who many of whom probably would like us to be doing something other than what we're doing right now. Uh, but uh, but thanks very much for uh, your patience and love, all of you. So um, we're going to have one more uh, song from Al and the band, and then I think we're going to bring in the Dan Kosky Tabernacle Choir. Uh, so uh, what are you guys going to do? It's a little Beatle Beatle song I wrote with uh, Jeff Steele. 
All right. Mm-hmm. Don't the Beatles usually write the Beatles songs? Yeah, but yeah. you know, you want to. Right. Which one you wanted something. You got to piggyback something. onto that once in a while, right? Yeah, something, yeah. you know, influence. There you influence, go. Yeah. which we call it. That's what we call it. It's not theft. Just about every night. Just about every night I go to bed alone and I dream The craziest things you wouldn't believe Would hardly ever cross my mind Just about every night I wake up in the morning I got things to do No time for crying Crying over you All through the The Beatles from Liverpool, England. It's a little two-hour road on the way over. Right. We could be in court about that, but uh, we got lawyers. Uh, all right. So Even better. We have judges. We have judges too. That's right. Uh, all right. I think I think the whole case is decided. You know, uh, Jim. I don't know. Can you see out the window there? I feel like I hear people coming. Ooh, you see, like a lot of you know. I see pitchforks and torches. <laughs> okay. It could only be one group. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Tell him uh, Dr. Frankenstein lives next door. Yeah. yeah. See, is there somebody there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm oh, seeing yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, 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 here they come. Oh, can I just oh, say how yeah. happy they look? They look so happy. Yes, to be here. It's the Dan Kosky Tabernacle Choir. They come in here every year. Gosh, they look happy. Yeah. Okay, so um, let me tell you a little bit about the song that we're going to do. It's called, uh, they're going to do, it's called I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. I have to tell you a little story about this, which is, so this was a kind of a novelty hit in 1953. Uh, and a woman named, uh, young, a 10-year-old girl named Gayla Peavy uh, sang this song. Uh, and, you know, I mean, it was like 24th on a charge or something, but it was, it was a hit. Uh, and... As you'll discover, it's a little bit of an earworm, too. And so in 2016, the post office started using it in a commercial they were doing to get people to, I guess, use the post office, which people should remember to do without a commercial. But uh, And so the New York Times tracked Gayla Peavy down. She was at that point, I think, 73 years old uh, and had been wondering whether her life had been, you know, everything that it should have been. And then there was her song again uh, advertised in the post office. And they even got her to sing it a cappella on camera and all this kind of stuff. So the story has a happy ending, or at least it did until we decided we were going to do it. Um, so without further ado, we're going to do it. And we got the uh, – I'm not going to try to say everybody who's in this because it's going to be a big, big mess. But we've got the Tabernacle Choir in here. Uh, and I need to be able to hear the – okay, well, I'll, we'll figure it out. We'll make it work somehow. Okay. So, um, Jim, do you need to kind of count us in or what's going to happen here? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, one, yeah. One, two, one, two, three. Hello, this is science reporter Patrick Scahill with a warning about the dangers of hippopotamuses as pets. The hippopotamus is the world's deadliest large land mammal, killing an estimated 500 people per year. Hippos are aggressive creatures and they have very sharp teeth. Patrick Scahill again. Assuming for the sake of argument that Santa were able to get such a dangerous animal into your house, it would not be a surprise when you came downstairs. Hippos are very loud animals. Their snorts, grumbles, and wheezes have been measured at 115 decibels according to the San Diego Zoo. That's about the same volume as you'd get when 15 feet from the speakers at a rock concert.
here. I can't believe we're still entertaining this idea. Look, you know who had pet hippos? Pablo Escobar, the drug lord. He had four of them. When he met his demise, the hippos entered the waterways of Colombia, and now there's a population of 60 hippos eating manatees and posing a threat to human safety. So can we drop this subject, please? Featuring Ray Hartman. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. And that's Big Al and Jim and Lauren and Paul and Nikita Waller and the two silent judges. And have a great holiday. Killed it. Killed it. I think you saved the day here. Oh, I whipped us into shape. Oh, look at Gene. What's he doing?